0: You're now tuned in to LifeSong Radio, a weekly podcast dedicated to accurately studying the Word of God in a comprehensive and biblical manner. Listen in as hosts Phil Ramsey and Blake Shankle dig into the Word line by line, verse by verse, leaving no stone unturned. Grab your Bible and your notebook and get prepared to study the living, breathing, active Word of God. Now, here are your host of Life Song Radio.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Life Song Radio. My name is Blake Shankle. My co-host, as always, Philip Ramsey.
0: And Good. go. And go. Nice. Good to be here, my friend. Yes,
1: sir. I'm going to slow so. that intro down just a little bit next time yeah. so you, it comes in yeah. even more fluently.
0: Cool. Like student, that, I yeah. like that. That's good. Yeah, good to see you. Good, good to be back. Good to be back. Yes, it is. Had a, uh, I really enjoyed last week's show. Yeah, uh, was really. We got a lot of response out of that. I don't know. I don't know if we got response because we wasn't talking to somebody, <laughs> somebody else, <laughs> and somebody else was. Yeah. But uh, but we had a great show. Some some great comments. A lot of people's eyes were opened. Just like mine's been open, you know, I studied Romans thir- Romans thirteen probably a couple years ago in depth, but still I didn't get all the meat off the bone. Right. Now uh, James Coates did that last week, and we really understand the role of government. Yeah, and uh, when you understand the role of government, most people don't know it. Right, most people don't have a clue. Right, including me for you know up until recently. Sure, the full ramifications of of their role, our role in society, and the government's role in society.
1: Yeah, a lot of times when we take this verse, we look at it. We look at it from the lens of us to the government, right? Which I think Paul has that here in mind as well. But yet, what James did in his is he he, like you said, he just gnawed the other side of the bone, in which we don't pick that meat off there a lot of times. In and looking at that God ordained role. Of government and, and it was well done and and the thing that that was was amazing is how he did that he did that in the face of persecution if you'll go back I, I um hopefully you go back and listen to that but that sermon but immediately following that sermon he was arrested on that Tuesday he was arrested he was bound up in chains shackles feet shackles. Thrown into jail for over thirty something days yeah. without a trial, without a hearing, without anything. Basically, he had the option to come out. They give him that to come out of, but it was designed sign and saying that he wouldn't be preaching anymore and, and that he couldn't shepherd his flock at church yeah. other than have you know other than it being uh, I think at fifteen percent capacity of their fire code and wearing a mask and all that stuff. And at that point, we saw that that's his that's his disobedience to them because they are trying to dictate how to worship God, and that's. Off limits for the government, and so James stood firm upon that. Finally, they they released him, and uh, you know, and he was able to come back to his flock. I mean, it was so great to see him love on his wife. His wife is solid, yeah, and just listening to her. And, and these these this is one thing about it. he has he has shepherded his people well. If you listen to his elders and you listen to how they respond, these people respond rightly. To the face of persecution, they respond biblically. This is a sound church, and, and and in fact, they 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 he wrote a letter that much. If you would have read it, it was to John MacArthur and his church at, at, at uh, Grace Community Church in California. If you would have read it, and you wouldn't have known anything else, you would have thought it was an apostle who wrote it in the first century. Hmm. Uh, just uh, a humbling point. It, it's a, it's an eye-opening experience, and, and it's not going away because, in fact, they closed the church down just several weeks ago. Uh, they closed it down, put fencing around it, double-fenced it around it to try to keep them out. Someone said that, uh, they said, if the gates of hell cannot prevail against Christ church, certainly a chain link yeah. fence can't do it.
0: Well, the church... I believe the church grows the most is when it's persecuted. You you will have some dross burned off of the church, mm-hmm. which is, is is God's plans. Also, you know you got to pass go through the fire. But uh, His church is, if I'm not mistaken, He has His a lot of His. Uh, Attendees. He's got a, a fairly large shirt, five, six. some yeah. people. But I think a lot of people's been coming, you know. I think so too. But he you know, he recently go back and watch last yeah. you probably don't have a clue what we're talking about. All yeah. thing you can do is go back and watch last week's program and uh, uh it was a real good program. And sure. and even they came back. You sent me a uh Podcast where they they just came back to his church while the, they the authorities yeah while they were having church the police and the maybe the health department yep. folks and they wanted to come into their worship service well guess what that's against the law right and so their elders you are talking about their elders that's what it what it means to raise up godly men and to yep. hear and they had this recorded to hear the conversation between uh, James Coates elders with the law enforcement which was extremely. Peaceful conversation that the right way to handle it, they stuck by the law and they and they were trying to work themselves around it. And at the end of the day, I th- they just really couldn't do it. The, the
1: cops ultimately left. Yeah. And that doesn't mean they won't come back right. and, and force their way in. And, um But the guys held their ground. They they were peaceful. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go on too. But this this is it, it's just interesting how that sermon plays into the the this. Well, obviously it was on Romans thirteen, but in the face of this this pandemic, if you will, this virus, if you will, the government has taken liberties in which it has gone beyond what its role is. And so we see that. And so as Christians, we ought to gird up. We need to gird up. But we need to know our role as far as what it pertains to government. And that's what Paul here is. is our, our What he's saying here is is this is an act of worship for the Christian. We've already said that a couple uh, episodes ago, that this is, in fact, this is worship to God and how we to respond to government. And Paul explains very well what government is, who government's authority is, and why we are to uh, to uh, fall in submission and, and in line uh, with government. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that tonight, or, or today, if you will. But Romans 13, Paul says, I'm just going to start in verse 1, every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities. And he gives the reason here, and we talked about this last week, for there's no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Now, verse two. Therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. Verse three. For rulers, not a cause of fear for good behavior, but for evil. Do you want to have no fear of authority? Do what is good. And you will have praise from the same, for it is a minister of God to you for good. But if you do what is evil, be afraid, for it does not bear the sword for nothing, for it is a minister of God, an avenger who brings wrath upon the one who practices evil." Hmm. So last week we talked about we 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 looked at James Coates' sermon as he looked at the God ordained role of government. Well, how was government to respond? How are they to govern uh, based upon God? The week before we looked at how we were to respond to government. What is our role in for as far as government? So we come back to that. We come back here in verse two, Phil. Uh, uh, about uh, Paul, just he he gives this 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 logical conclusion, this result of what he has just said in verse 1, right? What about, here's the question, what about those who refuse to submit to the governing authorities, right? What, what happens to those, right? It, it, Paul tells us here. He says, therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God. Because God has willed that there be an orderly government's, Anyone who sets himself in opposition rebels against what God has ordained, and that would be the government. So God has set the government up, and whoever resists that authority, whatever it may be, you're opposing God ultimately.
0: Yeah, most people don't think about the government like that, you know? But they have, uh, it's God ordained, it's God's plan for society, government has a role to play. Ultimately, uh it's to restrain evil It's to it's to allow It's to restrain evil to punish evil and reward the good and to allow us as god's creation to fulfill what we were created to do we have we said it last time we have a, a, a right to live a right to work a right to work uh what was the other it was a couple of them. live work uh, was it own property or have yeah, property? I yeah, believe. Yeah. Work the land. Yeah. yeah. Do There are several things, and government is is there to 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 do see, these things, restrain. Yeah, so that we can do that. Right. And so, yeah. Most people. Yeah. Yeah. Most people don't think about government being. When we think about the government day, what do we think about? What is their role? Uh, welfare. <laughs> right. Uh, checks. Uh, programs. Uh, they really have gotten. If you think about it, we're doing everything, and let's just use America for example. Our government is doing ninety-nine percent of what it's created by God to do. They're not doing it. Agree, agree. They're they're not doing it.
1: No, the best thing that they could do is actually step out of the way and get out of the way. Yeah. Is what they should do. Is is just just get out of the way and let us live our lives. And you maintain what is good and punish what is evil. Right, see that we are able to have those inalienable rights. See that those inalienable rights are held up. The problem is, is, is that th- that the world, politicians, left-leaning politicians in particular, have changed what a right may be. Right, they've changed these God-ordained rights, these inalienable rights. To, to, they've made it up something that it was never meant to be, right? Oh, you have the right to a homosexual relationship, or you have the right to change your gender. Well, that that's not a right at all. You have a right to health care. No, that that's not a right. But yet they change that and they make that a right. So then, in order that they're saying that they're protecting those rights, and so they've changed the the game. They've they've shifted the board, if you will, right? They've they've changed the target. And so, ultimately, though. Uh, uh, but but, you're, but we're, regardless, we are to uh, to submit to the authority, yeah. right? That's what we're to do because it's God ordained. And I, I was looking at this word right here: to whoever resists this re- resists has at its root the word that means to line up or to arrange. That's the root word there, right? And then uh, if you look at the uh, prefix, is that,
0: is that a military it, word?
1: Yeah, it is the military word. But then when you put the prefix, there's an anti. Right, like antichrist, if you will, but there's the anti above that, right in front of that Greek word, and that puts it in the negative. So that it means to to not fall in line, if you will, or it would be literally to array against. Right, we're going to line up against the government. Right, and it means to really to oppose something or to someone to show hostility, and that's what Paul says. Therefore, who resist or shows hostility to the authority, or like you said, a military term. Uh, that would have been something uh, along the lines that would have been used for enemy forces that would come against an opposition. Uh, whoever so think about that Is is you're coming in opposition to the authority here. Uh, and it's in the present tense. Mm-hmm. And so it's something that's continually done, you know, habitually in this person that's just constantly coming against this authoritative figure or whatever it may be. And uh, Paul says that if you come against these people or this, this government, you've set yourself against the ordinance of God.
0: Yeah. 1 Peter two thirteen and 14 says, be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God that by doing good, you should put silence the ignorance of foolish people.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So, so I, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that our our obedience, our obedience to government is always conditional and sometimes disobedience is a duty of the Christian when government directly counters God's commands, right? First of all, so Paul says you're you're to, you're to you're to uh you're not to resist authority because you oppose the ordinance or or this this uh you're mounting up against ultimately not just the government you're mounting up against God. But there comes a time we talked about last week when there's a civil disobedience, right? There's a time when we go against what government says, right? We do that. In fact, we set ourselves against the government, albeit in a peaceful manner. When times when the government tells you how to worship, right, or or where to worship, when you can't preach, we're to as as Christians we can go against the government, but like you talked about, we're to go in in a peaceful manner. Yeah, we're not to do this fighting, you know, uh, uh fist fighting, brawling, yelling, all stuff we do it in a peaceful manner hoping that those people will come to know the lord through that yeah
0: uh most people don't think about this it says therefore whoever resists the authorities resist what god has appointed so the christian needs to think about this when you resist authority when you're in opposition of authority and resist it who else are you ultimately against god yeah you ever thought about that i mean when you are uh when you resist God-ordained authority, you are actually in direct violation of God's Word. Right. So. Yeah, it's just something to think about.
1: It's always to keep in mind is, is if you're breaking the law, right, and, it, and it's, it's not against God's ordinances, or it's not against God's laws, particularly in the Bible, right, there's code or anything, and you're breaking the law, you're going against God. Right, if you kill someone, guess what? You're going against God. If you're breaking the law, if you're speeding, or if you're you know if you go against and you resist authority and you say I'm going to do what I want to do, ultimately that is a high-handed fist at God is what you're doing. That's what we have to think of it like, yeah. because He has set that person up, or those people, or that authority structure in place. He has done that.
0: Yeah, and you, if you if you got a TV, right. <laughs> You see, you see a lot of people that's pro- protesting. Some of them getting physical and 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 claiming to be Christians. You can't do that. No, we can't. There's a right way to do that's something, right. in the wrong way. But Absolutely. you have to submit. Even we were talking about James Cote when the the police and the health official came to the, where they were gathering this past was it this past week they did that. Well, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it was a couple of weeks. ago. So even though he was dialoguing with uh, with that person, if that cop said, okay, turn around, I'm going to cuff you. You know what they should do? And what they would have done? They would have turned around and when they put the cuffs, cuffs on.
1: Right. That's what a citizen does if he does not want to get shot, by the way. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but if a cop tells me to put my hands behind the back, I put my hands behind the back. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Yeah. If you don't want to get shot, do what the cop says to do.
0: Yeah. You, uh, and you know, you may go to jail. He may he may take you to jail. And Guess but, what? Guess who's in the jail cell? People are. Yeah. You know God's providence. It's really neat how God works out His providence in 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 the lives of the believers. He shared. I know. I know. James he, shared he, the gospel he with he shared, folks. Let me let me. I wish I had time. I don't. <laughs> no.
1: I'm, let me tell you what he did. This is in When when he he had shared the gospel with them. He had sung hymns with them, and when he left. When he left, the day he left, all the prisoners came that were in his cell block. They stood at the gates of their cell block and they they clapped and they sang praises.
0: Oh, that is, I didn't know because,
1: that for him. As they left, they congrat they, they congratulated him. They were they surrounded him and they they get, they were ultimately. Uh, he had done. He had impacted their life. Yeah.
0: If he had came in kicking and screaming and protesting and and yeah. and outraged, yeah. guess what? That wouldn't have been the case. That's right. Think about how yep. what kind of impact that made on the it, men. It taught
1: me so much. It taught me so much from what I could see in his response. He did it. Perfectly. When you got arrested, you didn't do that. Like no, that? I didn't. I acted like a fool. I mean, I'm just. <laughs> All right. So verse two. This at the end of verse two, it leads us here. What is the result of this resistance? Right. Well, Paul says. And they who have opposed, they're going to receive condemnation upon themselves. Yeah. Paul says that's the result if you oppose the ordinances, or if you oppose the authority. Guess what? There's condemnation to be had, right? And and we see that, right? If, if this condemnation would be condemnation, I would say from the governing authorities, I would say also from God because yeah. God has set those governing authorities, right? But it, but but is in Christ. If we're in Christ. Our condemnation. There is no more condemnation, right? But there's a condemnation for those. There's an immediate condemnation, if you will. You want to oppose them? Guess what? You might get shot. You might get beat. You're going to, first. You're going to go to jail if you want to oppose those, or you some type of 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 of, of judgment is going to come upon you for opposing that, um, and also from God too. There might be in a disobedient. I mean, a a, a, a discipline.
0: Yeah, teach you the Wilshire. Right. Yeah. But
1: but but yeah, exactly. He may do that. Uh, if you oppose them, most of the time there's a judgment, there's a punishment that is set with opposition. If you oppose, that's just common sense. That's yeah. what we see. You you have anything to add? No. Yeah, so Paul, then he moves on to verse 3. He says for rulers are not a cause of fear for good behavior, but they're for evil. Right? And I think these rulers, so Paul, he, he's, he, he's really, he, he just keeps explaining what's going on, right? He says, he, he, when they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves, he explains why they're going to receive condemnation because these rulers, they're not a cause of fear for good behavior, right? These magistrates, kings, uh, uh, presidents, they're not to be, not to be. This is what they're set up to not to be. They're not to be a cause of fear. If you're doing good, there's no reason to fear, correct? If you're falling in line of what the government says, albeit that it doesn't uh, go against the Word of God, that's then you should have no fear. That's what he's saying here. That, that you, there's no cause of fear for good behavior. Do well, you should be
0: good. So application, okay? You're, you're, Please. you're going down the road. Well, let me just use uh, a real life, uh, application. I, my pastor, uh, and I even, I, I told the youth this while he was there, by the way, a guy came by, uh, the church been a year or two ago. Uh, uh, Shane knew the guy. He he has always wanted a Corvette. He maybe saved up his whole life to get one. Well, he bought a Corvette, and so uh, he told Shane to get in the car. He wanted Shane to drive the Corvette. So they were driving, and Shane was outside when he came by. So Shane's our pastor's driving this Corvette down the back roads here in in uh, Drummond's Tennessee, and as they was coming around the curve, uh, the owner of the Corvette said, "Shane, go ahead and get in it a little bit." punch it going around this curb. So Shane punched it, you know, and he come around that curve, and that car just hugged the road and just hugged that curb and he was definitely going over the speed limit. As soon as he'd come around that corner, there was a cop right there and he... <laughs> <laughs> his conscience got up. <laughs> so he he slowed down and pulled into the church and he was just you know just kind of nervous you know mainly because he didn't have his billfold with him he wasn't planning on driving a a corvette that day but he pulled up so he was speeding and didn't have his his uh driver's license with him but the cop kept going so why was he why was he worried why because he ultimately he was in the wrong yeah and we've all done that, Sure. you know, but I will say this, I have come around the corner and there's a cop right there and I'm doing a speed limp. You know what I do? What's up? <laughs> How y'all doing? I'm doing really good today. I ain't doing nothing uh, wrong. Nothing. See, <laughs> you <get to. laughs> uh, so you don't have to worry when you're doing right. You have right. a clean conscience, yep. but if you're doing wrong, yeah. guess what? You need to worry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's what he says. For rulers, are not a cause of fear for good behavior, but for evil. Mm-hmm. Right? And that means evil here just means breaking the law. And that, you know. It's it's so I don't know why we can't get this in our society today, right? But but we have made the police officers the bad guys. You know we've 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 made it to where that uh, uh, we have a sect of society that thinks that they should be able to do whatever they want to do, break whatever laws they want without any kind of punishment. Right? There's no fear. There's no. Um, uh, there's no respect for the government. There's no respect for law enforcement. So what we've done is, is we've in fact made the law, uh, the the law enforcement, the police officers, the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Now, are there some bad apples in the? Po- yeah. Sure, we're sinful people, right? There's bad apples in judges. There's bad apples in your business, in my business. There's bad apples everywhere. But to paint the whole law, uh, the the as the United States. As a, as a, the law, the law, the, uh, the law enforcement is bad is a terrible misrepresentation because they punish evil, right? They, they, those that are doing good, you don't have to worry about that cop shooting you. I can promise you that. They don't have to worry about that. If the cop tells you, and I'm going off on a little tangent here, but I'm just saying, if the cop tells you to put your stuff down and to be quiet, why? Just do that. Yeah. It's in your best interest, yeah. right? Don't don't pull, reaching your waistband. Don't be pulling out a knife. Don't be pulling out a gun or something that looks like a gun, because they're on edge. They have to defuse the situation, and I say that just because that's the society we're in. We're painting the bad the, the yeah. law enforcement in a bad light, and it's wrong.
0: Yeah, we're taking a like you said a few a few bad apple. It's if if you went to the doctor and you had surgery and and the doctor did some. It wasn't good. Sure, it was some malpractice. Or something. So, yeah. so, so, what we're going to do? We're going to punish all the doctors in the country for what this doctor did. Well, that's what it's we're doing. The most with
1: it. ignorant thought
0: yeah. I've ever seen. Well, we know what's ultimately behind We do, it.
1: we do. But, 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 our people. I think we need to hear that, right? I mean, it. it now look, the tension when it the tension comes to Christians. And rulers is when the create when they create laws or enforce laws that punish righteousness and not evil. Mm. That's where the tension comes, okay? Yeah. When they when they turn that around, and we've seen that, right? Is you're gonna punish what's good and not what punish what's evil. Now we have an issue. We can't play that game. Right, because we are to, we are the we are the party of righteousness. We're to do what's right. Right where they where they when they come inside a church and lock up a pastor and handcuff the pastor and, and take them away into jail for preaching the word. We don't play that game. Right where police come inside a church with health officials and intimidate those who are in worship. They've crossed the boundaries here. Right. So uh, I got so much more I could say about this. I just yeah. don't have the time. But yeah. uh, anyway, pa- Paul. I, I guess let's just keep going here. So so. Right here, so he's what he's saying is, is that uh, they have opposed. Uh, well, for rulers, not a cause of fear, right? But they're but for evil, now he says, "Do you want to have no fear of authority?" Well, uh, yeah. What does he say? Do what is good, mm-hmm. and you will have praise for the same.
0: The, yeah, mine says. Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. Good. Cooperate. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, yes. and you know, and I've been I've been pulled over a few times and, and the first thing I do, if you know, yes sir, yes sir, you know, I'm yeah, I was speeding, yeah. So and guess what? And they in my in my times of I dealt with law, they've always been gracious. Sure. If you do a little attitude, those things change a little bit. Yeah,
1: generally speaking, peaceful, law abiding citizens have been favorably treated by the government. And law enforcement, yeah.
0: generally speaking. Generally speaking, that's yes. and,
1: then, and it's what we. This is the principle Paul's laying out here. Okay, and then he goes on to say, "Do what is good, and you will have praise for the same." Here, here he explains it: for it is a minister of God to you for good. He says here for it being the what the uh, the government right the authority of this this authority authoritative structure right this this governing authority for it is a minister of God. I thought that was interesting. That's that's the same word we get for servant or uh, deacon. Did you know that the the ministering authority or the uh, governing authority is a
0: minister of God? uh, Mine says, for he is God's servant for your good. Yeah, deacon. That's what you need. Hey, I don't care if the police officer doesn't know the Lord. He walks up smoking a cigar. Or whatever, you know, he is God's servant for your good. He's there for a purpose. Absolutely. And you have to look at it like that. Absolutely. And then he goes
1: on. But if you do what is evil, be afraid, for it does not bear the sword Mm. for nothing Right, well, that's interesting. But if you do what is evil, be afraid. There's the there's our law enforcement right here, right? This is it. This is our judges and juries, right? If you do what is evil, if you do what is wrong, if you break the law, be afraid. Now you should be fearful because guess what? They bear the sword. The ministers of God bear the sword. He has given them that, right? And that would say that would be punishment. I, I would say this even ultimately upholds capital punishment if you will. If the bill fits if the crime fit if the, the punishment should fit yeah. the crime. Yeah. right We see that in the Old Testament, right We see that laid down that principle there.
0: So well in Matthew 26:52 when they were coming to get Jesus, Peter pulls his sword out. Jesus says, put your sword back into his place for all who who uh, take the sword shall perish by the sword. Mm. Put your sword up yeah even though they were innocent, they they were still had to submit to the the authorities right so uh yeah they can they they carry it, hey, back in the day, it was a sword. Today, I would say it was a gun. Absolutely. And so they care for a purpose. Yeah. And so we need to respect that.
1: They do. They, But God has given them this authority, right? And then he says here at the very final, of verse 4, for it, it is a minister of God. He says it again, right? Hey, these are ministers of God. He set them up. An avenger who brings wrath on the one who practices evil. Mm. God has given that authority to our, our governing officials to, to bring the wrath to be an avenger of those who do evil.
0: So the government is an instrument for God to execute wrath on evil people. Yes. That's that's yes. what it boils down to. That's God's ordained way of restraining evil on the planet. As we do what we're called to absolutely. do, absolutely, and we sh- we should do what's right. We got, we got a clean conscience. We shouldn't be scared of of the government or the law enforcement. Yeah, there's some bad apples, but yeah, but but for the most part,
1: absolutely. Well, I would say this though to our law enforcement people, to our judges, got to set you up to protect. To our governors, to our presidents, you to protect law abiding citizens. And you're to punish lawbreakers. Yeah. It's not the other way around. Right. When you when you when that goes away, a wicked society comes in and we see we can see it in judges is that once all those kings were gone away, man did what was right in his own eye. Yeah. And it was total chaos from there. Yeah. Come back to us next week for another episode of Life Song Radio. We'll be continuing in Romans 13, but you can check us out on lifesongradio.com or go visit our, our – I can't get it out today, but it's okay. <laughs> our visit, Facebook page. That's right.
0: Thank you. Yeah, watch us every every uh, Sunday morning at 8 o'clock, Facebook Live, Yep. YouTube Live Sunday night. Yep. Tell a friend about the show. Hey, see you next week. We'll try to cover at least a couple verses. <laughs> we did pretty good this week. Yeah. All right, see you next week. And if you want to continue to study throughout the week, check out the resources available on our website at lifesongradio.com. See you next week for another episode of Lifesong Radio.